Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Welcome. Do you know why you tuned in today to listen to this? Because you've got a God appointment. Because the creator of all time has invited you for a time such as this to listen to the show. What is this show? This is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. My name is Sugbury, and I'm the host, and I am so excited about what God is going to present to us today. Now, don't freak out. I don't want you to say, I don't want to listen to that show because it's about that topic. No, I want you to listen because you're going to be shocked. So one of the questions that I have for you are, are you stuck in anything? Do you have a mess anywhere in your life? No, listen, if you aren't, if you're not stuck and you don't have a mess, would you do me a favor and please call me because I want to know what you, what corner you have on this to get it fixed. Uh, But if you are stuck, if you are in a mess, if there's something in your life that you just need Jesus to get involved in, but you don't even know, do you actually need Jesus? This is the show for you, because today's topic is prayer. Yep, you heard me, prayer, inviting Jesus into our lives. And you know, most of us, we just say a little drive through prayer or rote prayer or something that we remembered from Sunday school, or maybe you don't pray, pray at all. But what God does is that he is waiting for us to invite him into our lives. And today I've got two fabulous guests with me today. I have Miss Mary Bertelson and Miss Nona Hovey. Thank you both for coming on the show. Great to be here, Shug. We are delighted to be here. No, I had to bribe and twist your arms and get you guys to come on. John saw me do this, didn't you, John? (laughs) I did. I did. And and so I there was just so much content. We had so much to cover. And this show, we are going to cover the tools. And when you guys get done listening, I hope and pray that you've got tools that you can use that will help you get unstuck out of the mess in your life. Um, I went extensively into the bios with Nona and Mary, but just let me tell you briefly about them for just a minute. Um, go back to our part one. Listen up. It was just a wonderful, um, awesome part one show. Um, Mary has been a facilitator and prayer team member for healing, forgiveness, reconciliation retreats in Africa and in the United States. She has participated in prayer ministries for uh, individuals in churches uh, for over 20 years with a variety of local ministries, including my favorite prayer ventures here in the Twin Cities. Shout out to them. She's got a great husband, Todd, children, grandchildren. She just does it all. Mary, I don't know how you do it all. And you came here. Thank you for joining us. You are welcome. Nona has facilitated inner healing prayer sessions for the past 15 years, currently at Christian Counseling Centers through Prayer Ventures, again, in Minneapolis. There tends to be a theme here, and now you guys know where and how they got this deep, rich information. But not only that, she's a licensed minister, plus she is a chaplain on the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team, which is amazing, the training that they have to go through for that. So honestly, listeners, I think that you can trust our guests here today as they start to share with us on how to get unstuck and how to invite Jesus into our mess. Let's just get real. Let's get right to it. I don't want to mess around. Get it? I don't uh-huh. want to mess around anymore. John's <laughs> back there laughing. It woke him up. 
I don't want to mess around anymore. Let's tell it like it is, ladies. So what do you see? I'm going to ask Mary this. What in life and where in life do you see women get stuck on? And please share what you mean by getting stuck. Well, I think that people that are listening will will often feel like they're a little bit frozen in an area. Let's say we see a lot of people that come in and they're stuck in bitterness, for example, mm-hmm. because of their past, something that's happened. And they're so angry. They hold a lot of anger. They don't know what to do with all that anger. And they stay bitter. And they and they're, the number one thing we often hear over and over again is their anger even at God. It's like, God, if you're so all-powerful, all-loving, all-wonderful, how could you have let whatever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And they're so angry and um, filled with just anger, rage, bitterness. And um, they'll often uh, really struggle with that. I think, Nona, wouldn't you say that that's... Unforgiveness is also a, a big problem that ties into that. I also, also think self-worth. Women feel terrible about themselves. They feel guilty. They think God won't love them. They think their sins from the past can never be forgiven. They they can't forgive themselves. It's tough stuff, Shug. You know, where does this garbage come from? I mean, I'm going to be honest. You know, why are women carrying this baggage around, do you think? I want to say that the first thing uh, of advice I would have is watch what voices you're listening to. There's God's voice, which is always going to lift you up. There's Satan's voice, which will never lift you up. And there's your own voice, which might or might not. But when you hear God's voice, it's an updraft, ladies, even if he's trying to pull you out of a mess that you've gotten yourself in. He's the lifter of our head. Mm. Mary. Well, God made women very emotional for reasons. We tend to be very intuitive. We tend to are able to be intuitive so we can listen to like our children and you can almost pick up the deeper needs. So women are wired by God to be emotional. And I think that's where the enemy can damage us more greatly is in our emotions because it's an easy target. I mean, we are so vulnerable. We're made for love, right? So where is he going to target that to make you feel unlovable and unworthy? And it, we're almost like an easy target in our emotions. Mm-hmm. I see that often in prison as well. The women, they get it in their heads that God forgives them, but it's in their hearts that they carry the shame and they can't get past their past. And really, it doesn't matter what you've done, whether it be an illegal crime or a legal crime or anything against God. Um, in our families, we carry women. We are professionals at carrying baggage and carrying our shame. Um, and when you see that happen to women or even in your own lives, what advice do you have for them? Well, you have to be honest because um, we all have our story. And Shug, you hear so many people's stories, but we all have our story and we all have pain and heartache. And we all do things for a reason, right? If you have, you've never been loved, you're so angry because you've never been loved well. And so you don't know who to retaliate against. And so you, you're angry at God, you're angry at everybody else, and you're also angry at yourself. We self-destruct, we hate everybody else. But when we're honest is that Jesus wants everyone to feel loved. He said, for God so loved that he came. And he wants to bring that love and that healing to everybody, but they don't know that. They think he's out to get them and keep score and and condemn them. But that's not true at all. He's like, no, no, no. I want to love you. Let me love you well. That's why I love the story of the woman at the well. Let me love you well. Mm-hmm. So until you are well, mm-hmm. and he will spend time with you. And some of us need more healing than others, but we have to be able to be honest. Like, I can't let go of this bitterness because they don't deserve to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. But but that's not the point. Jesus wants to forgive so that we can let go of 
the unforgiveness and the bitterness that we're carrying that keeps us bound, keeps us stuck emotionally, mentally, physically, relationally in every way. So it's, it's really for our sakes. If you're listening for the first time, ladies, this is Him for Her Radio, H-I-M number for Her Radio. It is sponsored by Him for Her Ministries. And the purpose of Him for Her Ministries is to bring this good news to the darkest corners of the world. And we really want to set women free. I mean, just exactly what Mary said. You know, you talk about the prison that we live in, in our own homes, in our own lives. You don't even have to be incarcerated. What I'm talking about is that we sit and live in this anger and the shame, you know, and I'm just so sick and tired of the enemy, ladies. I don't know about you. You know, he's nothing but a toddler in God's eyes. I mean, Jesus Christ is all powerful. Amen? Amen. And so enough of this crap. I'm just going to hang it out there like it is. Like, I, I Don't kick me off the show, John. But anyways, I just don't like the fact that we are all so easily duped by the enemy. So let's get real. Let's tell it like it is. How can, you know, the women who make it look like, oh, I'm all clean and perfect on the outside— I want them to know God. I want them to know from the head down to their hearts. And so, Nona, can you share a little bit about that? How can we get past this superficial phase of religion and get into relationship with Jesus? Well, thanks for asking that, Shug, because I really feel it's in part engaging with our entire being when we engage with Jesus. He is a real being. He was a real human. He knows everything you've ever felt. He knows everything you've ever thought. He knows everything that ever happened to you. So if you know that he knows, you can start going to him. Jesus, I know you know this. I know you know I can't get myself out. Would you help me? Start inviting him to give you what you cannot yourself muster. I can't muster up forgiving. Would you help me? Go back to the last episode and listen how he helped me through that. I duked it out with him on that one. So if we can go to him with the truth of how we feel, our spirit, soul, body, heart, mind, and will, and lay it on the table and invite him to help. I love that. Mark 11 says, then you will call on me. Who's me? It's Jesus. And come and pray to me, and I will do what? I will listen to you. I love that. Ladies, is anybody listening? This is what I got to ask. I'm going to write a book, and it's going to be called, Is Anybody Listening? Is anybody listening? Well, we just heard that God is in Mark 11. Then you will call on me, come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Well, one of the stories I remember so well, we were praying with someone who always felt like they never measured up. They had a very perfectionist father, always a rule keeper. You, you know, if you got a B, he, you, you could have gotten an A, no matter what you did. You just weren't good enough. So this person always felt very defective. And we see a lot of women that feel very unworthy, like they don't measure up. They're not as cute as another woman. They're not as pretty. They're not as smart. They're we're not whatever. We have a whole list of all the things. So we look at our unworthiness. But so this person in prayer um, always said, I, I I just feel like I have a standard that I can't meet. If there's this bar, I can never go over. Like my dad always had a bar. I could never please him. I was never good enough. So we're like, well, let's ask Jesus about that. So in prayer, we were praying and we're like, let's ask Jesus to give you a picture. Let's see what he has to say. And so my other prayer partner and I were praying like crazy and asking the Holy Spirit to bring a picture. And all of a sudden we see tears just pouring down this person's face, just pouring down their face. And we're like, what did he show you? What did he show you? And he's, he he. Um, we said, what do you do with that bar? And all of a sudden, this person said, there is no bar. There's no bar. 
He loves me already as I am. He, I don't have to measure up and perform to, for him to love me, but he wants to heal me. And But he just was like, there's no bar. There is no bar. And if, if people only knew, if women knew that Jesus loves you, he wants to heal you. He wants to restore you. He meets you right in your mess. When you're honest and vulnerable and truthful with him, you invite him into whatever it is. Like no one was talking about our unforgiveness. Jesus, I don't know how to forgive. Will you teach me how to forgive? Whatever it is, wherever you're stuck, invite him into that. It's like, teach me how to do this, Jesus. How do I do this? And wrestle with him. Be honest and wrestle with him. Nona and I have talked about this a lot, is when we're honest and we wrestle our truth with him, he will show you because he says he's the way and the truth. Amen. I recall another uh, story, somewhat similar, but uh, it was with a, a woman when I was on a Billy Graham rapid response uh, team a trip to Panama City, Florida. Uh, they had had a hurricane, a Category 5 hurricane, and they were... Uh, we chaplains were working alongside Samaritan's Purse at this hurricane site for a week, and we would hit people so overwhelmed with life. I'm telling you what, people's lives are crazy. They can't, they don't know how they're going to manage it. They're, they're overwhelmed. They're freaked out and they're carrying these heavy, heavy burdens. And the first house I walked into, the first homeowner, her house was a mess. Her, Roof was a tarp. She had major damage still yet to be addressed. She had no means to possibly take care of this expense. She had three children, two of whom were deaf. And she looked, she was barely, she was barely holding on. And it broke my heart to see it. And I asked her very, very quietly, because when they're so wounded, you need to, it's like a little wounded wounded being and you I asked her do you know Jesus and she said she did that she followed him and I said would it be okay right where you're at to invite Jesus to help you carry these burdens because he's promised he'll he'll help us carry these things and she said just nodded yeah I'd be willing so one by one I asked her to just sort of picture Jesus in her mind. Sometimes that helps. And I, I, as she one by one gave Jesus her children, her roof, her finances, her sadness, her overwhelmed feeling, she laid it out to him. And when she was done, I said, well, how are you doing? And she said, I feel lighter. I feel lighter. Now, she wasn't skipping around the house. I'm not trying to make, but she definitely looked different. And I said, I want to invite you every day. Every day, talk to Jesus, just like this. Invite him into everything, and he'll help you. And she said, okay, I will. And she turned around and walked back into her kitchen. And you could just see at that moment that Jesus gave her the peace that passes all understanding. For in First Thessalonians, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition. What does that mean? It's that you're lifting it up. You're talking to God, no fancy words, and you're saying it often. And then how do you say it? With thanksgiving. Ladies, pray as it's already happened. God, I just praise you you're going to help me with my roof, like this gal. I, I just praise you, Lord, that you're going to help me with my children. I can't wait to see what you're going to do next, because what it does is it puts your faith in a 
a position of expectancy from our great God. It also says, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Jesus Christ. I want to just add to that, Shug. Thank you for those scriptures, because you know you've encountered the true Jesus Christ when it matches scriptures. I can't tell you how critical of a piece that is. Make sure you are talking to the Jesus of the Bible. Read up on him. Ladies, if you don't know him, I'm telling you, he's the one to know because he has the way out. How do you get to know him, Nona? Well, first of all, you get to recognize your own sin. Shug, you're the evangelist, but you recognize your own sin and frankly, that you can't, you can't fix yourself and that there is a need for a savior. And so you say, Jesus, you are the one who died for every single sin. And I want you to be my way to the heaven, to heaven. So uh, you invite him to be your Lord, your savior. You confess your sins and, and he uh, becomes a part of you. Your, the Holy spirit becomes a part of your life. And, uh, from that point forward, you have a friend. Amen. Yeah, you've got to say, you know, we got to realize we need a Savior, ladies. I mean, I love that song, Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel. You know, let it go. Give it to God. Romans ten nine says, if you confess with your lips Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you are saved. Simple words, three, you are are saved. What does saved means? It means that you can rock it here on earth with the Holy Spirit living in you, the third person, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit living in you. And not only that, you have the power of Jesus Christ, the same power that raised a dead man from the grave now in your life. Ladies, if you learn anything from this whole program, it is that prayer moves the hand of God. Thank you so much for saying that because Prayer is really talking to your very best friend. Jesus, there is no one who has more perfect love than that. I was afraid of love. So then he led me to the scripture that says, perfect love casts out fear. You don't have to be afraid of his love because his love isn't going to manipulate you. It's not here to use you, trick you, lie to you. His love is perfect. And it's unlike anything we've known here. So when we come to know him, I had to learn to even trust him. So I was like, would you help me trust you? I'm reading this word. This is what your word says. Would you help me believe that? And I'd place my hand on my heart. And I was like, will you do that for me? Every story in the Bible, I would read it. And I was like, you did it for the woman at the well. Will you do that for me? Will you meet me there? And I would pray myself into the stories and the scriptures and the promises and the truths of the Bible. Like, be strong and courageous. I would like, Lord, would you help me be strong and courageous? Would you help me believe and trust that you will never leave me? You will never forsake me. Your word says it. Now help my ability to believe it and receive that. People can just pray the Bible into them. They can ask Jesus any story or testimony they've ever heard. Jesus, you've done it for Shug. Will you do it for me? Will you do that same thing for my heart? And every time I even did things over my children, I was like, the things I'm doing for them, would you redo that in my heart, Jesus? Mm -hmm. Would you restore my ability to love? Would you restore my ability to forgive? You can keep inviting him in day by day, all the time with scripture, with music, with with hymns. I mean, it's amazing. I want to just just say amen to that because we think we have to pull it off. And therein is the mistake. I have to say the right prayer. I have to pull my life together. I, ha- I, I, I. When you switch it to the way you just heard Mary talk, Jesus, I can't pull it off. Would you make this my reality? Would you allow that to go from my head to my heart? 
then you're going to watch him start working. How do they get it from their head to their heart? What have you found has been successful? What have you seen where women are stuck, and how do they get it from their head to their heart? You know, I, I was uh, writing a few things down here, Shug, that just uh, that just came to my mind. One thing I can say is don't just talk to God one-sided. Blah, 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 blah. Stop, listen back, be in his word, ask him to make it living. Now, when you say listen back, are, okay, you're, you're in a quiet moment, I'm assuming. You've got a little personal quiet time. Um, do you have a Bible open? Are you without a Bible? Are you just praying? I mean, keep it as basic as you can for me. You know, it can be any 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 one of those, Shug. I really recommend being in God's Word because in your mind is filled with it. Otherwise, you might hear lies like, oh, you're no good. So, you know, so if so watch for the negative thoughts because Jesus is not going to speak negative thoughts to you. But when I stop and be still, you know, it's pretty popular out these these days to to meditate and i i want to invite us to to be in the word and meditating with christ but don't let your mind go blank Mm -hmm. but rather be filled with his word listen for what he might be telling you and ladies i want to just invite you to go to be still music.com i have a calming piano with that contains scripture narration that is available for free for you. I love that. And, you know, I just want to clarify, there's a difference between meditation, Eastern meditation. Amen. And and meditating, which I like to use that different M word, marinating. Mm. I like to, no, I don't cook, but I like to marinate in God's word and really, you know, concentrate on it, think about it, be still, allow him to speak to me, even in the most trivial things. He always does. Ladies, prayer doesn't mean it has to be a big ritual. I just, honestly, my whole day is prayer. I wake up, Jesus can't wait to see. I'm here, I'm for you. You know, use me mightily for your kingdom today, Lord. Give me God appointments, whatever your prayer is. And then I love to go throughout the whole day and talk to Jesus in everything, all the little things and the big things. But my most favorite part is that intimate moment where I just get a chance to be alone with him and be still and tune everything out and just pray. And I just love to just, and, and I hate to even use the word pray. I, I just love to talk to God because that's really what prayer is. Here I am, Lord, send me. So I'm so excited about this topic because we're inviting Jesus into our mess. He will do that. I, I often find in my car having great conversations with Adam I'm driving. I'll just tell him what's on my heart. And I'm like, what do you think about that? And he'll, he'll, think, he'll, he'll speak to what I'm thinking about. And he's like, oh, that's not such kind thoughts. And how does he speak to you? I mean, are you hearing him audibly? People always wonder about that. No, you really, I, I think I've only heard him audibly once, but you almost get like a sense. You get like just this, this feeling, this almost like a scripture or a word that, that, that you wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. And you just know that, like, where did that thought come from? It's this wonderful thought. And you'll just go like, is that you, God? And if it's condemning, it's not. And if it's c- convicting or if it's healing and it, and inv- invitational, it, you know that it's him inviting you in. And, you know, often in my life, I hear it in a whisper. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear it in a gentle thought or in a whisper. We have so much more to cover. Would you guys come back again sometime? I know I'm going to have to twist your arm again. You've been so gracious with your time. Mary Bertelson, thank you so much for coming and sharing your experience and your wisdom. Nona Hovey, thank you again for the ministry both of you are doing with him for her ministries, working with women inside a prison and out, because we all can be in one kind of prison or another. Amen. Amen. I just love this topic on prayer. And, you know, I just want you to remember, ladies, that you can talk to God right now. 
You know, it's a simple prayer. Um, And it could be a prayer of surrender. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life. Forgive me for my sins. I need you. I need you to direct the rest of my life. I don't even know if I get what this means when I invite you in my life, but I know I need a Savior. And so, Father, from this day forward, would you lead me all the rest of my days? Because I can't wait to see what you do next in my life. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, ladies, hallelujah. Amen. I'm so excited for you. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Subscribe to our podcast. Find us online at himforherministries.org and see all the other three things that God is doing in and through this ministries. Ladies, this is Shugbury. I love you over and out until next time.